Shannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. Hey guys, just to make it official, you know how we do it. Today is Wednesday, September the 28th. And the time right now, guys, is 6.42 p.m. Central Daylight Time. We're only 12 minutes behind what we had planned to, to launch this bad boy off. Hey, guys, uh, this is this is my my fence life. This, this show is for you. This show is for us. We call it My Fence Life. And if you're out here living the fence life, Dan, you know exactly just how real that can be. Oh, yeah. So we in it every day. Hey, hey guys! If you do, uh, if you do like the show, do us a favor, uh, share this show if you don't mind. Uh, we're we're on my fence life, uh, the Facebook platform. That's that's where we that's where we come out of. Um, but but please share the show. You can you can tell a friend. And also, just so you know, we do three shows every single week, and these three shows are available for download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and every major podcast platform. Guys, my name is Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company in Medina, Tennessee. We do all things fence with a strong hold in the residential fence market and a growing focus on gate automation and commercial fencing. And this is my co-host, my good old buddy, old pal, Dan Blanc. And Dan is who we call the Fence King from Mandeville, Louisiana, also known as the Swampy Butt Capital <laughs> of the World. And he absolutely adores it. When I say that, he always asks, hey, you going to say that swamp butt thing, ain't you? And I always make sure I throw it in there for him. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> all the way true, guys. Hey, look, the fence change is known for its beautiful wood fence and providing privacy, security, and peace of mind since 1999. And in case you didn't know, that's a long damn time. Hey, guys, together, this is our show. This is my fence life. All right, Dano. Hey, man, we are coming live tonight from the Southwest Automated Security Studio, your one-stop shop for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more. With 19 locations, Dano, you can get all that stuff to your doorstep fast, okay? Visit southwestautomated.com for the best of the best. <laughs> and we got expert stainless steel with 18 different odor-free flavors with mm. a three-year warranty, man. Not a lick of back brushing. It's the finest product on the market. And guess what? Your employees can't mess it up, man. Expert stain and seal, realgoodstain.com. Hey, man, uh, Caleb's going to be on Monday morning. We're starting a new little series. I, I don't think I told you about it. Nope. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. We're going to be talking about how to get revenue in the winter, in the winter months when it's raining, it's cold, and it's snowing. Oh, we need to talk about that. Hey, we got my salesman in the house tonight, guys. The king to saving your company money and getting tire kickers out of your way. Sign up for a free trial. 60 days. Tell them that Dan and Cannon sent you. That's the new thing. D and C 60. Uh, call Rachel. Call call Matt Warner. My salesman. Uh, thank you for letting us call the shots. Uh, Dan? Yeah, man. We got D&D Technologies. They literally, uh, we had a Zoom with them today. Learned a whole lot more about their stuff. They're the name brand in gate hardware. 
creator of the Magna Latch and shut it, Badass Hinge. If it doesn't say badass, if it doesn't say D&D, it's not badass. Man, I found out today that the magnet that they use in the, in the Magna Latch is made from rare earth magnetic material. It was kind of weird, and it never loses its magnetism. Did I say that right? Sounds right. Yeah, it's crazy stuff, man. That's dope, bro. Rare yeah. earth metals. That's why they cost Rare earth magnet. So I don't know. Hey, we also got Job Nimbus in the house, the best contractor software. You can also get a free 14-day trial when you visit JobNimbus.com. Be more profitable, be more efficient, be more organized. Job Nimbus, making contractors look like heroes to their customers. Visit JobNimbus.com. Ooh, and Benji over at CleverFox.online. He's uh, kicking ass and taking names, man. He's representing more than 40 fence companies on the World Wide Web. So helping them out, Fox the competition. Hey. Man, I got a review. Apple Podcast from Devin McNeil. I don't know who Devin McNeil is, man, but thank you, Devin. What's he got? I don't know. I think that's a cat that's always uh, commenting on our YouTube uh, videos. Anyway, keeping it 100, 100. 100, 100, 100. This is my go-to podcast for all things fence. Dan and Cannon are relatable dudes and super down to earth. Every episode feels like you're in a conversation with old friends. The things they talk about and the guests they have on are all guaranteed to help you take yourself and your company to the next level. Keep up the good work, fellas. Hey, thank you, Devin McNeil. I like it a lot. Yeah, man. I got a question, man. How my how my Google Sheets is just gonna sign me out midstream in the middle of an episode? It's just like it's okay. Did I, you do something on your end, bro? I didn't do anything. I see it right now. It says play hype ass music again. Can it's for asking for my password. I'm like, bro, I don't even know my password. It's the whole situation here. <laughs> hey guys, uh, welcome for real to the show, my fence life. We've got a special guest with us tonight. We got David Gatto in the house. This oh, is the yeah. second time that David's been with us. He was here on episode 24 six months ago, back in March, and he dropped some serious bombshells, some serious quotations, guys. And tonight, uh, I've, I've been itching to get David back on the show. He's been posting some crazy, crazy ideas. Uh, he's, he's got two people riding in a sales vehicle, uh, doing doing sales together. Not one, but two. I said that's that's not normal. That's unorthodox. He's got yep. hoverboards out there with his with his freaking logo uh, plastered on the side of him. He's out here doing surveys for his uh, customers now. He's he's doing the twenty four hour discount. So there's a lot of stuff that that David Gatto is doing, and there's not a doubt in my mind that he's going to bring the heat tonight, and he's going to help me run my business. He's going to help Dan run his business, and if you tune in and listen long enough, he'll probably help you run your business. And if that's not enough for you, go back to episode 24 and get David Gatto another listen. It's one of our most downloaded episodes. Probably one of my favorite episodes of all time uh, was that episode 24. So uh, we're glad to have him here tonight. Uh, We're also glad to have you here. If you're here in our comments, please let us know what are you sipping on tonight, guys. I've got my Michelob Ultra going. Um, that was just what we had in the fridge. It's not my go-to choice, but that's what I got. Dan, what you got? I'm drinking on some Jack Daniels single barrel rye tonight, man. Wow. Yeah. Sounds expensive, bro. Uh, I don't even know. It's good, though. 
Hey, so let us know in the comments what you're drinking on. Um, we got who all we got in the house? We got Benji McKinney, of course. Benji, thank you for always being here on yeah, time. Yeah. We got Dylan Blount, the Fence Prince, always here supporting dad. Joseph Rivers, always the first one here. And Joseph, that's a good question, bro. Right out of, out of the gate. Has anybody heard from Wade? I have. Okay. He sent me a video today, bro. It was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> It's a palm tree, and the palm tree is, like, bent over from the wind like this. And it's doing like this. And he's like, hey, Dan, my fence signs are holding up. And the fence sign was in the front yard, and it was just flapping so he's around. Out there, he's a hurricane <laughs> in right now. Hey. Yeah, man, it was crazy. He sent me a video to let me know that the signs we've been using, they can withstand hurricane storm force winds. What's the, uh, hey, what's the update on that? Is, is, when is that hitting land? Do we know? Ooh, I don't know, man. Um, I think it's hitting the day of tomorrow. I think they're getting out of bands of it. I haven't been really on top of it. My assistant's been out since Monday at, uh, or maybe Tuesday at noon. So it's been a shit show over here at Defense King. Right. Hey, we got Garrett, uh, Garrett St. Germain, uh, over at Powered Access. He's in St. Francisville today. What's up, Garrett? Thank you for joining us. We got James Blaisdell saying, what's up, fellas? What's up, James Blaisdell? Uh, Joseph Rivers is having a hurricane party. Uh, Joseph, good luck, bro. Um, sending you all my wishes. I know, I know you're down in Florida. I don't know exactly where you are, and I also don't know where this thing is hitting. I also don't know when it's hitting. But, hey, good luck to you. Everybody likes a party, so yep. uh, make the most of that hurricane party. Um, and if you need our help and support in any kind of way, just let us know. Um, yeah, Mark Olson. Oh, Mark is saying it's already hit. So there I am. Um, Completely oblivious, I guess. So uh, that might be the breaking news, Dano. We could probably do a little story on the Hurricane Inn since I've not really followed it a whole lot. I haven't really followed it either, man. I just know that it's hitting way over there and it's not coming here. So. And Mark is saying it's going to hit his area tomorrow, midday-ish. Yeah, so. Mark, you ready for your first hurricane, man? <laughs> <laughs> or Wyoming boy down in Florida for his first hurricane. Oh, he's going to ride this one out then. I don't know what he's doing, man. I saw some people that I know out there. They were hauling ass to different places. And, uh, man, he, uh, I don't know if Mark left or not, but here he comes, baby. Hold Have on. you got anything, uh, Dan, that you want to release prior to us getting David Gatto on? Uh, not really, man. We, um, we just been doing our same old, same old over here. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to talk about, man. I got uh, had a Zoom with D&D today. Great Zoom with those guys. They're kicking ass with badass hinges and shut it. Man, I, I learned all kinds of stuff talking to those guys today. And then uh, Job Nemes hit me up today. They're working on uh, trying to solve my ringless voicemail issue. Mm. A lot going on, man. I had a Zoom with Mark uh, Olson and uh, Amber. His, I don't know who she is, but part of his sales team. It's been a busy week, man. It's always a busy week in fence. As David said earlier, we are building our airplane while flying. <laughs> while we're flying that baby, we're building it. And that was some of the most true stuff I've heard today, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, you're so, right. Hey, uh, I, I got a pro tip for you here, Dano. Uh, and, and maybe this will help keep some of you, um, um, you know, maybe this has helped some of you. All right. So, look, we pay our vendors a lot of the time with checks, okay? There's also ACH. There's other ways of paying paying vendors, and we may be exploring those things. All right. So uh, for the most part, though, we'll, we'll write a check. Uh, we envelope it, take it to the post office toward the end of the day. 
sticking that little blue box outside and boom, it makes it in, you know, a couple of days. Right. Um, so yesterday, I think about five checks were cut. Um, <laughs> I didn't write you one. No, I'm hey. like in school. I'm raising my hand. I know who you wrote that check to. You haven't told me, but I know who the check was for. Did you really? Yeah. Steven's pipe. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. Because they're one of the only people that make you like jump through hoops and swim across a river and jog eight miles to pay online, so you're just better off writing a check. I don't know. I've never tried, man. I just pay. Them. I I love I love Stevens, and I'm happy to pay them however they want to be paid. And so look here, we we wrote five checks, put them in envelopes, stuck them in the mailbox uh, about three thirty yesterday afternoon. That's what Sheena did. Um, today we get a call from the bank. Hey, uh, we got a check here that doesn't look normal. Um, can you confirm if you've written a check for this amount to this person? And so the the one of the checks that we wrote was to Stevens, and then some guy named like I don't know what the guy's name was had intercepted this check. And when I say intercepted, I mean he opened the mailbox door and took the checks out. Huh. Somehow he erased what was printed on the checks, and then printed over top of it his name, his address, and went to my bank, the bank that I go to. Like the one where they know, but where they got my cell phone. You know what I mean? That one. <laughs> like, bro, you screwed up when you went in there um, and, and, and tried to get this check cashed. And they called me and, 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 and alerted me. And so nonetheless, um, this, this, this has been shut down. And um, there's now like a federal uh, charge against them for one, going into a mailbox and taking stuff out. Uh, that's one in, 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 in our town. And two, there's there's criminal charges for, you know, whatever, trying to, you know, forging a check or trying to catch, yeah. you know, theft. So he's uh, got himself into some trouble. Did y'all catch yeah. him? Was he there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was there. So and he, he just he kept telling the cops that he had done work for us, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, look, man, the guy won't even look at me. You know what I mean? Like, he will not even look at me. Um, like, somebody that did work for me isn't going to not look at me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're not going to walk up to him and dap him off. Hey, man, what's going on? What's the problem? Jonathan, man, you did a great job on that fence, bro. Thanks thanks for uh, all you do. You should have brought John Wathy with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, let's, get, let's get David Gatto. Um, yeah, let's get him on, man. Look, Mark Olson said he left his wife with the guns and ammo and generators. She'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, look at David Gatto. He got his mute on down here. What's happening, man? What's happening, Dave? You guys hear me good? Heck yeah, bro. Yeah, we hear you good, man. We hear you real good. Guys, this this guy, David Gatto, is something. He's come a long way. I met David a few years back. I don't know how long it's been now. Three, four years. And uh, this guy has totally changed the way fencing's done in uh, PA, huh? Absolutely, 100%, man. Yeah. And, and, and we're always looking to do that. So uh, what you got, Cannon? I know Cannon's got a bunch of questions. He's been oh, like, it's man. David Gatto Day. I'm, I'm like a freaking dog. David, hey, man, thanks for being here, dude. This is episode 53. You were here 
about 25 episodes ago, episode 24. I can't really do math that well. That's really 25, 20, yeah, 29 episodes ago. So thank you. That's a, we, we've just determined we now have a six month uh, contract with you. Every six months, we're going to try to do this. So yep. thank you for fulfilling your obligation with us. We appreciate that. But David, dude, listen, you are blowing it up. And I, I have never been more interested in, in, in wanting to ask some damn questions like WTH. Okay. And I'm just going to tell you a few things that I've seen and, and we're just going to start peeling these layers off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so guys, David Gatto, he is Future Fence Solutions, and they're a manufacturing vinyl. When I say that, they're 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 taking vinyl lineals and they're fabricating them through routers. Um, you tell the story, tell, David. Tell your, tell your tell your listeners who you are. A few months ago, prior to going back in the yeah, because Dave didn't you didn't you change the name of your company to Future Solutions Fence and Fence Supply? Damn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, change. You know, I I just want to I want to start out too by saying you know that I'm praying for everybody in Florida, uh, in the hurricanes, and I hope everybody makes it makes it through safe. Um, yeah. So, um, what we're doing is it's a very common in our industry is we're supplying fence. We're supplying. We now supply 55 different fence companies over five states. Um, so we're supplying out into Delaware. New Jersey, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and all over Pennsylvania. Uh, we got hotshot drivers that deliver job lots and that deliver trailer loads of fencing to people You know that fabricate and that also install fence. Huh. Um, and then, like you guys were saying before, we try to just supply to the industry only. Um, and what the feedback that we got from that is that people were not too loyal uh, in our area to that. They did not care whether we were competing against them. Uh, so if they can get it cheaper, they went somewhere else. So it didn't work. We tried it. We weren't quite there yet. So we also um, put installation back into play, which has been really good for us this year. I can only so, imagine because you were kicking ass and taking names when you were installing before. Yeah, we really got the process streamlined like nobody else. We're completely paperless. Um, our closing rate is out of this world. And we're just – we're doing a lot of things that nobody's done before. Um, and we look to see what we can do that other companies aren't doing and try to dominate in those areas. So out-of-the-box idea number one, how, do, how, how, how does a man go from from, from – building vinyl to going back to installing vinyl and now he's killing it just like that so out of the box idea number one that i saw on facebook that he posted is you are doubling up your salespeople. Yep. yeah yeah so obviously a lot of people know out there that we're using software um we're using arcsite not trying to promote arcsite but we got cellular tablets out there we give estimates on the spot um so a big thing in our area and most businesses is communication. Customers want to be communicated promptly and they want to be communicated as much as possible. The more that we communicate them, uh, the faster it is that we can close a sale out, the more likely are we are to knock our competitors out. So how it's going with the guys riding double. So I have one person driving a sales vehicle and I have one person working a tablet. So why somebody's driving the person that's in the passenger seat is calling the customer saying, hey, uh, just verifying that, that we're still on for 930 at such and such address. Is is, is that still going to work for you? Yeah. So we communicated them right there. We're on the way. They know we're showing up. We don't have the customers calling and saying, hey, you know, is there still somebody coming out here? I need to be here. Um, that type of stuff. So 
once they get to the job, they see two people, they're dressed in the same shirts, uh, very professional. One person is measuring out the job, getting the customer to pick the fence. And while they're measuring, the other person has the tablet and they're putting in all the dimensions on there, putting in the notes that there's a grade, a T post, um, uh, they're going to need a jackhammer, core drill, all that stuff in there. And while they're putting that together, the closer is making small talk with them. They're qualifying them, saying, "Hey, you know what's what's your what's your um, driving point? Are you looking for uh, fast installation times? Are you are you looking for for price? Are you looking for quality?" Um, and and seeing where they're at. So those two guys are working together. Well, by the time they're done small talking, which is normally like maybe like a minute, minute and a half, the estimate is already up and ready. Um, mm-hmm. So the next step is, is that we go through the whole process. We show them in a controlled way, scrolling down on the tablet, you know, all that they're getting in there. Um, we have the contract, we have the terms of payment, we have the diagram, we have a private insurance that we sell, we have a picture of the fence and our customer agreement, wham, right there. And our job is to close them out on the spot so with the tablet we can get a signature and we can get them to pay right there and just to throw some metrics out at you people might say oh man you know that's a lot of money you got two salesmen riding double but we went from a 22 percent closing rate to over an 80 percent closing rate since we've been doing that and it's worked out it's something that i'm not going to stop doing it's just the numbers Hey, Dave. The numbers tell the story. Dave, I got Dylan out on the job, and he's um, <clears throat> whenever he uses the tablet for ArcSight, uh-huh. uh, eight out of ten times, it's done. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's about right. You said you have, what, 82%? Yeah, it's right, it's right, right now it's at 86% exactly. Yeah, so, you know, eight out of ten times, man, the people are like, okay. And we're getting payments from people, and Kirsten's like, uh, Dylan must have sold a job. You know, I was just talking about this on the episode that dropped uh, Monday with my uh, my business consultant, Ron. He even mentioned what? the Arc site, you know? David, what does your pre-qualification look like? So basically, we're looking for customers that they have a time frame, they need to get the fence done, they have a budget, and they know what kind of fence they're looking for. Those are three of the main questions that we ask. We also make sure that both decision makers are going to be present. That is key because we don't want to hear, hey, i got to run it by the boss. You know, it's like a car dealership. They do not want you to leave the dealership because once you leave the dealership, your chances of buying go down drastically. So we're going to make the sale right there. That's some of our qualifying questions. Then, you know, a seasoned salesman will be able to go out in front of a customer and tell to know exactly what they got in front of them within the first couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like that might be one of the more aggressive um, tactics that I've heard in a long time, putting two people in a car. So, hey, let's talk about the um, – yeah, two people in a car. I also saw you bought some hoverboards for your salespeople. Um, how does well, how does that play in? Hey, wait a second. I got a question about the two people in the car. So are you um, talking to me? I'm talking to David. David went away. So I'm wondering, is he getting twice as many estimates done or not? Man, I'm curious about it too. Like, does it does it does it pay? It's a real aggressive move. Like super aggressive move. It is very aggressive, but if you got two guys in the car, right? 
Um, I mean, I know Dylan says, hey, I can only do so much. But if he's got uh, somebody in the passenger seat doing all the paperwork while he's driving and calling or whatever the case might be, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we lost Dave, man. Did, you take <laughs> but, him off? Did I take him off? And he just loses. Yeah, I don't know. He'll come back on. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's I think that's golden, bro. I, I, I think it's not only is it aggressive, but if it's working for him, right? And if he's uh, if he's closing more deals, he's closing sixty percent more deals. I also like how he has a pretty good idea of who he's looking for, pre qualification wise. But I was I was curious about: Are you going to every single person that calls you, or are you weeding some of them out? You know what I mean? Um, how do you get to eighty two percent? That's a that's a that's an extra eighty six. He said that's an extremely. Know, High number. I thought I was doing good with my text automations and following up and phone calls, but eighty six percent. Jesus, that's a lot. That's a lot. Well, 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 well. David's gone, but we got some breaking news coming in our way. Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. Breaking news number one. Benji. 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 I got to tell you something, bro. It's funny because I look up all these fence stories, right? I don't know if you can <laughs> see this on the computer. Do you see this, Dano? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of can. Is that the guy? You see a bunch of blue guys, don't you? Yeah, it's probably breaking news for Cannon Johnson's Jackson no, Fence of Madonna. It's an Johnson. ad. Here's another ad, Jackson Fence. There's another ad, Jackson Fence. <laughs> uh, there's another Jackson Fence. Uh, Where are these ads but, coming from? This is this is your website. Know. This is yeah. This is just the news website from. <laughs> oh, I don't know where this is at. Honestly, um, but anyways, anytime I'm le- reading a fence thing because I'm I'm in Medina, like all of Jackson fence ads pop up <laughs> on my computer, you know. Uh, but Benji's I like seeing it. I'm like Benji's doing his know. job. Thank you, Benji. I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. All right. So Dan, look here. So. This breaking news is uh, from yesterday, and a city is set to close the gate on a 188-year-old provincial fence legislation. All right, so this th- there's a law that's been in effect for 188 years. This city's wanting to wanting to get this get this done, uh, do away with this law. So it is certainly between the two neighbors to try to address it themselves. So the city would be out of that completely, said the city official of the new approach. So this is what's going on. Um, this city is called Orvilla. I'm not even sure what state it's in. Orvilla, or or really O R I L O I A. Either way, it doesn't matter. Look, this city will soon be free from a piece of uh, legislation that has been around since 1834. And this was the Line Fences Act. It provides a procedure for resolving disputes between neighboring properties related to line fences or fences that mark the boundary between properties. And under this act that's been around for 188 years, the adjoining neighbors of a property owner who wish to build a line fence can be required to split the cost of purchasing and installing a fence regardless. They're required to split the cost regardless whether they desire the fence. Oh, no. Whether they have financial resources to pay for the fence. 
or even if the property owner wishes to replace a structurally sound fence just for the sake of it. They were re- they were required by law to split those costs because it ran on the property line. Huh. Uh, and so during a line fence dispute, three fence viewers view the properties and issue a decision on cost division between property owners, which is typically it's typically always 50-50. So you pay for this half, you pay for this half. So Dan, if you want a fence and I'm your neighbor, I got to pay for half of what you want, regardless, because it's on the property line. Um, I'm getting a nice so, fence because you're paying for half. <laughs> <laughs> so council, council committee endorsed the proposed bylaw exempting the city from the acts provisions Monday evening, barring Section 20, which sets out the responsibilities of property owners. Uh, the intent of the act when it was originally put in place was for farmlands, so where the properties have extensive property lines and where both owners would benefit from having a fence because it would sort of contain and house and protect livestock, it made sense. But it's not really applicable in an urban municipality such as the city of Aurelia. And so after 188 years, they have been able to uh, eliminate this law. And now this town is now able to build fences on the property line without having to um, worry about this. And it did say that this hasn't really been a problem. Um, no, no fence viewer arbitrations had taken place in over 10 years. But could you imagine somebody putting a fence up and saying, oh, you have to pay for half of that, by the way? Yeah, bro, you need to pay for this. I don't know who you is, but you got to pay for it. And this is what I want. So I'm trying to get this fence, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so now, uh, and the, talk, about, talk about setting your clothes right up. Imagine if somebody else had to pay for half of everything. You know, that would have your clothes right there as well. But. So now this city's operating just like the rest of the country. And if you want a fence, you pay for the fence. And if it's on the property line, it can still be a shared property. But you still have to pay for it because it's your decision to put it there. And David Yaddo's back. Hey, man. Look, breaking news is brought to you by Job Nimitz, the best software contractor software. I've messed that all up, didn't I? Mm-mm, Do you know you, you can it. get a free 14-day trial today at JobNimitz.com? Be more efficient. Be more organized. Be more prepared. Profitable. Sorry, job members, for letting that out. Yeah. Thank you, job members. Look who's back. David Gatto. Had a pee break, David? Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. I think my camera timed out over here on my computer because I hit the camera icon again and popped back up. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, welcome back. So, hey, anyway, so we're talking about oh. those rights. Uh, yeah. Those well, rights. I had a question. I had a question. Um, you got two guys riding. Are you getting twice the amount of estimates done? I wouldn't say we're getting twice the amount of estimates done. Um, I'm saying that we're definitely more efficient. We are speeding the process up. And then another big plus of having this is that when the guy's got, you know, 30 minutes in between an estimate and they ain't got nothing to do, they're following up on leads that they haven't heard from. So they're resurrecting a lot of those sales. So that makes up for a lot of it right there. Dude, listen to David saying words like resurrecting. Man, I met you like three, four years ago. <laughs> You're like, man, I got to call you back. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what it was, but yeah, it, yeah. it was. this is a totally different cat, boy. <laughs> hey guys, let us, let us know in the comments, what do you think, would you ever consider putting two salespeople in a car? Um, have you ever done this before? What do you think about this idea? Uh, David's saying he went from 20% to over 80% of his close rate. 
Um, what do you think? Would you try it? Are you interested? Um, let us know in the comments. We're, we're, we're eager to hear what you think about this. Um, I'm interested, a million percent interested, and I, I, I like the idea. I'm also, David, I got to know about these damn hoverboards you went out and got for these salespeople. Yeah, so obviously what we're trying to do is we're trying to reduce fatigue on people. Um, what these hoverboards, and we got what they're, they're, they're nine bots. So they're S maxes, and they get like a 90 mile range on them. They go 27 miles per hour. They're wow. super easy to use. And what's going on is we're blanketing communities that we're involved with the builders in. So some of the builders out in our area, they strictly use us for their fencing, and we put all of our stuff in their model homes. Um, so we're going out and blanketing communities that we're already doing work in and sending them out. And it's been working really, really well. We can track the sales from it because they got to mention the sales flyer, to, the door knocker to get the 10% off. Um, and brings us brings me to another thing. I'm not trying to get off topic, but one of the things that we did in our software is we started tracking our metrics. So one of the questions that the estimators have to ask is, how did you hear about us? So it brings them through that icon. Was it Google? Was it word of mouth? Was it a door knocker? Was it, a, was it something else? You know, and we're able to put that stuff on there, crunch that data at the end of the year and say, hey, we got 80% of our sales off of Google. We got 10% off of here. We got 10% off of here. So we know what to dump more money into. Yeah, we're doing the same thing, man. Every person that calls... We have a lead source, and we need to know how you heard about us, whether it's a yes. saw the truck, saw a fence on, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, and just to give you like a time frame, those guys could blanket a whole community in 20 minutes. Two of them going in opposite directions, opposite sides of the streets, hanging door knockers, talking to people who are outside of their house, being as less intrusive and invasive as possible. Um, that's cool. All right, so let's talk about one more thing. Um, you kind of you kind of, led this in earlier. So come on, he... You're talking about killing the, 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 these close rates of double sales people. You got these guys on hoverboards. That I'm sure they look amazing, by the way, running through freaking your town and these neighborhoods. I'm, I'm sure they're. It, it's. I'm sure it's hard at this point to compete with uh, you know future solutions. But let's talk about that 24 hour discount. That that one, that one right there has my interest. Like. Yeah, because look, here's the thing, Dano. We gotta we gotta accept this. He's added two people. There's also more variables. I feel like to what David's doing. He's changing a lot of stuff really fast, and we don't even know the whole story. We we just got these little nuggets here. Um, hoverboards. I'm sure that's that, that's that's helping the sales rate. I'm sure that's gotta be helping. He wouldn't do it otherwise. <laughs> Having two people, he's he's more efficient. That's helping the sales rate. This 24 hour discount rule, I think, might be the the, the, the secret weapon. And David, if you want to share that, dude, I think it, it. I think this might be the the the, the new. Um, this might this might be your new trademark, bro. We talk about the trademark too later. 24 hour yeah. day. We're gonna call him 24 hour day. <laughs> yeah, so um, I've been I've been in sales my whole life. Um, so I know the psychology of sales. I know that people buy with emotion. So what we're doing out there is we're raised. We're adding a percentage due to software and to the price before we present it to the customer. And we're going through the whole sale with the customer, going down, and we never say the number out loud, right? When we get to the part where the price is, we expand it on a tablet, and we always say for this right here. 
and point that. It's important that you don't say for $38,362, we say, no, for this price right here, we scroll down a little bit further and say, here's what it costs to get started, make it a bigger and smaller. And here's a link right underneath it. If you want to finance it, zero down for 12 years, we finance seven out of 10 customers and we show them all the other stuff that's packed in there. If they don't buy right there, we say, okay, we just want to leave you with this. And this is a purely sales thing. So it's to knock our competitors out of the water. If we get a commitment from you within the next 24 hours to move ahead, we will reduce this by 10%. We will send you a new DocuSign and you can sign off. Not trying to pressure in you, not trying to pressure you, just let you know. And we always tell them how much they're going to be saving. 10% is an easy number to calculate. $20,000, they're going to save $2,000. So we're just, just throwing it out there because you could save $2,000. And wow. it's been closing it almost every single time. If they don't buy then, they call back. We get frantic emails from people saying, hey, am I still within the 24 hours? I want to move ahead. And sometimes people go out of the range and they say, hey, can, it's been 48 hours. Can we still move ahead? I don't know. Let me talk. I'll send it to the office. I'll probably need a manager's code. I'll get right back to you. But of course, we're going to sell to them. And the customer says, hey, these guys are fighting for us out here. And it's a pure sales thing. You gotta, you gotta know your market. You gotta know sales. So, sales so do you hit to the whole company? So do you hit them with? Well, you know, it was two thousand, but uh, since it's forty eight hours, we'll go ahead and do uh, you know sixteen hundred. Do you ever pull yeah. that? No, I, I, I haven't done that. Um, we keep it pretty cut and dry. I got um, but we let them know that the company's real serious about the twenty four hours. That there's no room for haggling. Um, you know, so we we let them know that adds more emotion to it. They start thinking, hey, you know, I can I'm going to lose two thousand dollars here, and a lot of our competitors haven't even made it out there for an estimate yet. So they're getting the phone call. You know, yeah, hey, we're gonna we're gonna get back to you when we decide uh, what we're gonna do here. I love, I love it. it, bro. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> great, that's great every time, dude. I freaking love it. That is awesome. That's that high pressure sales stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's and I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I'm okay with high pressure sales. I'm not a big fan of selling with fear. So, you know, you're kind of tap dancing on a line, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I like it. I am. Uh, I I am. You know, but you know, a high pressure salesman comes in. That's that guy that comes to your house and say, "What do I need to do to get you to sign this right now?" That's a high pressure sales. We let him know, like, "Hey, just let you know. Think about it. Talk it over with your significant other. Get back to us." Yeah. So, so how, how how is your sales team with this? Are are they naturally that kind of person? Like, because I can see that working with you, I can't see it working as well with Dan or myself. Perhaps you know what I mean. Uh, your personality and 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 so, how, how do your salespeople are they presenting this twenty four hour discount? Yes, they well. are. they're doing it really well. And listen, my salesmen just aren't some slaps off the street. Some of these guys got 30 years plus in, in sales, whether it be car sales, uh, whether it be selling homes. Uh, these guys are seasoned salesmen. So they're very good at qualifying. They know if they got a tire kicker in front of them and they're talking your ear off and they're wasting their time and they're going to leave. And so these are seasoned salesmen. That made the big difference. People say, oh, you know, I'm going to put my install, one of my installers out there. They know the thing. They're not salesmen you know at that point they're just order takers we want closers out there sales is a numbers game you're going to sell so much even if you're a bum you're still going to sell stuff out there but a real deal seasoned closer 
is going to get that sale and they're going to close it out for you. There's a massive difference. I will never hire just an installer from the field as a salesman, again, unless they have a natural sales ability. But there's nothing that can compare to a seasoned salesman out there. Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. How did you find your salesman? Well, this is what I did. I went to car dealerships to look for people. The guys that have been selling from the car dealerships have no inventory to sell. They can't make their salaries. They're on they're on commission only basis. The dealerships had no inventory. Uh, there were seasoned salesmen in there that were desperate for jobs, and we got them. Meanwhile, we have we have truckloads of vinyl sitting here ready to be sold. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, Dave. So, did you go to the dealership? You like, hey man, are you making your sales? You making your quota? I got you know, a deal for I you. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into the into the dealership to do it. I knew people, you know, from word of mouth. I knew people that were in car sales. I bought vehicles off them. I had people in mind that I was targeting, and it worked out really well. The timing was right. And and I'll tell you what. Um, having a good seasoned salesman that's good with business development as well will change your whole company. It really will. Uh, the the all the ideas that they have. I mean, you're talking. 30 plus years of experience, you know, um, right. doing long nights, long nights in there for those guys. Is it off limits to go down there and ask, hey, you looking for a job? <laughs> I don't think it's off limits. I think it could be a little bit disrespectful. You might be asked to leave the institution, uh, the dealership that you're at, but, you know, it, it, it would be <laughs> in our industry, a lot of people poach. You know, so they go to other fence companies and they steal their employees and stuff like that. We're not looking to do that. Um, I can see Dave rolling up at a dealership in his convertible BMW <laughs> with twenty twos whipping in there, like, "Yo, you need a job?" <laughs> yeah, no, um, uh, no, it's we we've, we've we've been super super blessed with our salesman that we got, and um, another big thing that's increased our sales is financing. Uh, like I said, we want to finance everybody out there. Who are you uh, using? We're able, we use foundation finance. Really? No the, dealer fees. They just about approve everybody. They got a rate around 7, 7.9%. I think that's what it was, depending on their, their credit. Um, and it's super easy. They, it comes back instant approvals. Um, the money comes ACH right to our account, the full amount. The customer never sees the money. Uh, we like doing it like that. They have to use us once they're locked Financial, in. Uh, f- foundation, right? Yeah, foundation finance. Man, I got to look into that. We've been using them for seven, eight years now. That's how you That's how you do it, man. No dealership uh, fees. There shouldn't be. We're making them a ton of money. Damn right. Thank you, David. Thank you. I agree, yeah, man. There I agree. Be dealer fees. And so, and I don't know if there's time about it, but I just want to touch oh, on yeah. the fact yeah. One of the things that we're using out there and we're talking to a customer is we're telling them we are the only full-service, soup-to-nuts fence company out in Pennsylvania. That means we have our own permitting department. We have our own HOA department. We have our own financing department. We have our own survey department. We do dirt removal. We let them know the whole thing like, hey, you know what? Most of these fence companies that are coming out here aren't going to remove the dirt. And so what we're doing is we partnered up with a survey company yep. in the office. We kept the permits in-house. We created another job in the office. Took a lot of liability office right there. 
And with the dirt removal, we're able to put all that stuff in there together into a package, which now nobody can compare prices to us anyways because they're not doing that. We're able to roll it all into a financing. And when they find out that the survey's on there, the permit, the HOA, and the dirt removal, and that we're able to reduce that now by 10%, now they're saving money on the survey, uh, the whole nine yards. So um, it's helped us dramatically. And I just want to throw an idea out there, um, something that we just started for dirt removal and for fence removal. We started using bagster.com. Those four by eight Home Depot bags, they can take 3,000 pounds of dirt. The guys put them on the curb out there where there's no obstructions overhead. They fill it with dirt, all their construction trash. They come for 250 bucks with a crane, pick the thing up and take it out. And that reduces trash too coming back to our dumpsters, which my dumpster, I pay like five grand a month for my dumpster. Well, wait, how big are those bags? And what, what was that? What was that? Um, bags is that a waste management thing or what? Yeah, it is a thing through waste management, but they sell them at Home Depot. So we get them by like 50 and 100 at a time, get them delivered to our shop. So everybody that put the option for the dirt and fence removal, we'll send them with one, two or three bagsters out there. If it's just a dirt removal, one bagster, it goes out with the contractors and it's super easy. We make money on it as well. What's the the website again? Bagster.com. I'm, so, I'm I'm looking, Dan. Uh, so my question is this, okay? On this bagster.com, um, if you just put dirt in it, it's still two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, you could put anything. There's rules where you could put you could put in almost anything into it, as long as it's not nuclear waste or things like that that are petroleum or. And how how, how or, big are they? Are they like five by five or? No, so they're they're eight foot wide, eight by four by four foot deep. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, and you could put three thousand pounds in them. And and listen, it's so listen, it's so easy to use. Literally, we just go on the computer and schedule a pickup. We don't gotta talk to nobody. And they come and they and they, they, and they schedule a, a crane truck to come. Yeah, they got this little thing with an arm that comes out and picks it up and takes it off. Hey Dylan Blanc, I know you're listening. Get on right now, get us some baxters.com, please. So 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 all right. So you you just you just you just struck some interest here, David. Um First question, they throw the bag away, I guess. They throw the whole thing. The whole bag gets bundled up and taken right to the landfill and dropped. All right, second question. Um, you're putting dirt in there. What else do you put in there? Tell dirt, me, tell me concrete, in. fence, wood, trash bags, concrete bags. Anything that's related to a job site on a fence can be put you in put there. Fence, you put a whole fence in there, you tear it down. You can put there. a whole fence in there. If, if we're going to be doing a fence removal, we'll generally send two or three of them. And we don't got to talk to nobody. We just go right from the platform at Baxter.com and hit schedule, pick up with the address, and it's done. So you sent two or three of them, so it could cost you five to seven hundred fifty bucks to have that fence haul off. If there's if there's no if there's no fence removal, we just send one, and that's for the dirt removal. That's optional. We put a five hundred dollar charge in there for that. In our area, nobody removes dirt. It's in the contracts. It's in the customer agreements. So you send one every time, regardless. Yeah, we sell them, but we got it set up in the software, so it's idiot-proof. So it has to ask the questions going through, is there dirt removal? Is there a survey? Is there a permit? Is there an HOA? Is there a core drill? If so, how many? And that type of stuff, so we don't miss nothing in our pricing. 
right? So it brings them through it. And we want to sell all those things because if you think about it, that's another $1,850, almost $1,900 in revenue per job that we're getting. And we're selling four to 600 fences a year out there on the residential install side. All right. So here's the deal. I got to figure it out. Now I know why you got two guys out there because one guy is checking all these boxes off while the other guy's measuring, right? Yeah, because that's a lot of information to find out in price because we use ArcSight. I know that's what you're using. Yeah. And I'm constantly getting on Dylan. I'm like, dude, I, I need this field. I need this field filled out. Why wasn't this field filled out? And that's why, because he's trying to measure and deal with the customer and fill out ArcSight. I have an so idea. It completely yeah. makes sense why you got two guys out there. I have an yeah. idea. I have an idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What if you put the two sales guys inside of one of these crane trucks, and while they're doing this, they also stop. They also swing by on their route and pick up all these little bags. That would be about efficiency. What if we put two sales guys in one of those bags or dot coms and got them picked up? <laughs> I, you know what? And the idea struck me as I was getting out of my bed one morning, as I said, "How are we going to do the final piece here with the dirt removal?" How are we going to do that? Because some people, they need it. There's in pristine striped lawns. They're in HOAs. There's nowhere else to put it. Um, So it just struck me. And I got out of bed. I said, bagster.com. I remember I used them when I tore my kitchen apart, and it worked great. So what? What? Hey, Dave, so can can you say what your annual sales are? Are you okay with that? Because he's, he's got two questions there. He's got he's got a how many months booked out, and and he's got that question from Jeff. How many how many yeah. months are you booked out, and then this question yeah. here? You know, honestly, I have no idea. Um, they handle that stuff in the office. The admins do the scheduling. I will say that we have up to fourteen crews running at a time out there, Jesus and they're all subcontracting crews. Every last one of them. Some of them have been wow. with us for multiple years. They're vetted. They're in some contractor agreements with us. We pay them better than anybody else in our area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fourteen yeah. fences a day, or fourteen crews doing if it's a two-day job, say right? Yeah. No, that's not. It's all 14 crews won't be running at the same time. It's that's how many we 14 got. Options. Right. Yeah. I that's mean, how many you got available. If you need them, you can get 14 going. Yeah. We generally tell everybody like, you know, we just throw a number out there. We'll say the, the, the admin will tell us, Hey, you guys are, we're four to six weeks out. We're yeah. six to eight weeks out, you know, so this way they can get real time, um, Close, because you know they'll hold you to your time frames. Hell yeah, they they will. Oh yeah, customers. oh yeah. They don't, they don't even hear the two six part. They just hear four. Yeah, I like telling them. Do you remember three weeks ago when we had eight days of rain? Okay, that's why you're a week past the time we said we would be there. Mm-hmm. I know this that we're waiting on. We have at least. 40, 40 and some change jobs sold that we're waiting on pools for. Pools are booked out into 2024. So wow. if people aren't getting a pool, they're getting to the top of the list. So four to six weeks, especially since we're handling the permit process. Once we get the permit, the job gets drugged onto the production floor. It goes on the screen, goes in the queue. The guys build it, band it, bundle it, get it ready for install. It gets a contractor assigned. We, we, uh, we, Use a sauna so all the contractors are invited in. They know that their job's ready, that they could pick it up. Call the PA one calls in. You got ten days to operate after they call in for the dig, and they're out there putting it in. So, man, are you still in that same building, the one where you drove yeah. the forklift through the wall? Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, wow. we're still in there. We're at capacity. We can only hold around a million in inventory over there and still have trucks coming in and out of there. So we're looking for another spot. <laughs> Man, watching this cat grow. Cannon, do you remember seeing him put live videos, tearing down old sheds in the back, running forklifts through walls? Like I, the yeah, I remember when you would degrease in the walls in that place because it was so freaking dirty when you uh, bought it, rented it. I don't know. Yeah. Do you own it now? No, we don't own it. Uh, the the w- the initial agreement was that we were going to be able to buy it, but the deal fell through. Okay. And, I mean, the price that we get it for doesn't matter, anyways. Yeah, the That's price crazy, releases. I mean, yeah, they're they're friends of mine. I'm in the same situation here. We need to send John Wathy over there. I bet you he'll get him to sell. No, no, probably not. These people, they they got old money. They're not worried about that building. <laughs> That's how mine is. His mine yeah. is just like that. He's like, yeah. A few hundred thousand dollars doesn't make a dent. No, yeah, they're not. They got big oil companies yeah. out here, and yeah, they're not worried about my building. They let us do whatever the heck we want over there. Remodel the place, bust stuff up, hang things. Took the whole parking lot over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, that is that is that is insane. Yeah, uh, dude, just to see how far you've come, man. I remember when you all. Do- I mean, um, we were all psyched about. We're not going to be doing installs anymore. You know? Oh yeah, I hate to see because everybody so knows that dealing with the customer is hard. Mm. It is, man. It, it really is. It, it can be Especially difficult. Of them in a year—that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we keep a detailed CRM of all those people because you know um, we could always drip sound later on if we're always trying to spin off on another service like you guys. You know, doing the staining, the power washing, stuff like that. We we always keep a detailed CRM. Very, very important for anybody that's in business. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you already got all these customers that um, you've done business with. You've earned their trust. They know that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. So why not do a drip campaign on those guys and try to sell uh, stain? Why not do a drip campaign on them letting them know, hey, it's been five years since we did your fence. Hey, it's been 10 years. It's about time that, you know. Yeah, and we're the highest rated company out here, even with all them subcontractors. Because people are like, oh, you know, I'm not letting put my put my name on the fence. And let me tell you something: when you got a project manager and you got a great process, a streamlined process, yeah. there's going to be mistakes. Yeah, but it's how you handle them that matters. We are still the highest rated company, and we've been using subs for years. We have no in-house crews. Wow, wow. Yeah, man. Most uh, most of your fence guys are against subs and wanting in-house crews. But you I used got to be it. against it, too, until I did it. Really? Yeah, I, tell you, I tell you what, man. My guy, Ryan, my business consultant, he's like, man, you got to get some uh, subs. He's pushing me it's to do It's the fastest that. way to scale. If you're doing X amount of sales, you don't only have so many in-house crews. And your business is growing so rapidly, it's like, okay, what do I got to do? I got to buy another truck. I got to put a crew together, get another MT-100. I got to get all these digging tools, a trailer. No, you just get a sub. You right. get good subs. You take care of them. You keep them. You build a relationship with them. And you follow up on their work. They're in subcontractor agreements. They mess something up, they fix it. Yeah, so that that is his deal. He's like, it's cheaper than having all the payroll taxes and buying the trucks and paying the insurance on the trucks and the maintenance all the on the trucks. You gotta replace and and people are screwing off, taking dumps for a half an hour at sheets and at the rudders, gas stations and yeah. yeah. Yeah, all that stuff and busting up our equipment, our tools, our trucks. None of our stuff's on the road. I mean, we I had sold a cr- all our trucks and equipment. Man, I had a crew I had a crew today left 
a four-port DeWalt charger with three, uh, two, two 12-amp hour DeWalt batteries and one nine-amp hour battery. $1,000 right there. $1,000. Left it on somebody's front porch. And then was oh, like, hey, can you, go, can you go get that for me because I need my batteries and can't work. Then, so then Dylan had to drive halfway across town to go get it and bring it all the way to him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, I had enough of that crap. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, can you put this back in the truck? D-Watch really like, yeah, sure. Throw it right in the woods. You know? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, $2,000 jackhammer destroyed, left out in the rain. Like, oh, sorry about that, Dave. I'm learning now. You're like, oh, man, I'm going to bust this guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Dave I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in there. He's just very deep. Damn, It'll all come out in one shot on the wrong person. I guarantee it. I'll be on the news. Oh, uh, Dave went to cussing and fighting to wearing, uh, wearing a polo and dockers to work every day. I was like, look at this guy. How much weight you lost? I lost 60 pounds. Man, he sent me a picture side by side. This is what I used to look like. And I was like, Jesus Christ. You're out now there. I six pack. Yeah, you're out there. You're out there running in the snow with a weighted vest on uphill. I'm like, <laughs> What is this guy doing? Have you got to the six-pack level, David? Yeah, yeah, I wow. have. Yeah, I lost. I'm down to – I went from 255 pounds to 192. That's like a, like a 15% body fat or something like that probably. It probably wasn't exactly healthy um, to do it like that, but it's, it's been done. What <laughs> <laughs> is healthy anymore? You know what I mean? I don't know. You're right, Nothing. man. Dave's living the life, man. Got a wife. How many kids you got now, man? Four kids. Four. Ages two, three, and five. Those are my daughters and an eight-year-old son. Wow. Man, I remember when you bought that house. You were like, we We're bought our, our dream home, man. We bought our dream home. We bought our dream home. Check this out, everybody. It's been a um, great, it's been a great, great ride with you, man. Heck John, yeah, man. The story. And you look good, bro. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, guys. I don't believe I you got a six-pack, bro. No, we don't want to. No, I don't want to see it. I'm just saying. You never know what can happen at this point. I don't believe. Who knows what I'll show in this camera? (laughs) (laughs) Man, you guys better watch yourself. Hey, man! After last week's show, there's no telling what the hell is going to happen. Ken and I had to talk about that. We're like, all right, we got to have some limitations on the show. (laughs) You guys might not be inviting me back on. (laughs) Hey, guys! This is this has been episode 53 with David Gado. Uh, And David, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. This is this is the second episode, guys. I've said it before. Episode 24. That's another uh, David Gatto episode. But guys, tonight, I just to summarize this, putting putting two salespeople in a vehicle, it, it, it sounds aggressive, but but it's apparently uh, a, a move that is making sense, at least uh, for Future Solutions Fence. Uh, putting putting salespeople on hoverboards, one, it looks good. It, it keeps people from, from having unnecessary fatigue. And then and, and, and Future Solutions Fence is covering neighborhoods in, in, in minutes now, not not spending the whole entire day canvassing your neighborhood. Yeah. Um, bringing in multi-layers uh, to, 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 to your fence company, offering surveys, offering dirt removal, offering other things that your customers already need and packaging it, it into one deal is making sense and working for future solutions fence so it can work for you. And finally, finally, my favorite thing of the whole episode, the 24-hour discount. Yeah. Give it a shot. Let us know how that works for you. Uh, give, give, give a client 24 hours. Hey, we'll take 10% off your sale. 
keep keep your keep your competitors at bay. If you've got an awesome staff and an awesome sales process, you'll beat those salespeople. You'll beat your customers to the door every single time. Mm-hmm. So leverage leverage your team and 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 that that back end staff to help you uh, get those. And finally, Baxter.com. Get it. Get get some dumpster bags and stop hauling all that crap around and losing it on the highway. Uh, go go to <laughs> www.baxter.com. Dude, I'm liking uh, that. I like that. I like the sound of it myself. Few hundred dollars, they'll haul the concrete and all that crap out of there for you, um, and everybody's happy. So eight by four by four, three thousand pound limit on it. Wow, well, it's going to be over two thousand so, pounds. Get two of them. So wait, what happens if uh, they get out there and they can't pick it up? They're like, hey, you need to get another bag. You know what? It actually happened to me when I uh, remodeled my kitchen. I put it under a power line, all of it, and I didn't realize how they were going to come to pick it up. So they came to come pick it up. There was an obstruction. I had to take everything out of it, move it, and then pack it again. We're talking plaster, lath, broken glass. (laughs) So I learned my lesson there. Um, But, yeah, so – Look overhead, uh huh? Yeah, yeah. So if it's too heavy, the crane won't pick it up, and they'll be like, yo, you got to come get some of this out. Probably. I would be conscious about how much you're putting in there. And would they would they call you back? Like I mean, I call you back. Would they charge you? Yet. Would they charge you for a mobilization fee or something? We haven't had it happen, honestly. I mean, you, we got a job we're putting in whatever thirty, forty posts in, and you yeah. you guys are packing our stuff, right? You know, you'll probably end up with you know half of a wheelbarrow or less than that worth of dirt, anyways. And, right. You know. You figure 15 wheelbarrows, I think it'd be 3,000 pounds. It might be, you know, 1,500 or 2,000 pounds. But if you're going to be adding, you know, post and, you know, old cement slugs, which we definitely are trying not to remove the cement out of the ground, obviously, because when it rains, there are going to be sinkholes in there every time. So it's cut off below surface. So, you know, it's it's working great for us. And on the logistical side, it's working even better. You know, simple to use. And all the contractors, there's a lot of contractors in our parking lot every day. And they're bringing all the trash back and putting it in those dumpsters. Those things are, you know, 11, 1200 bucks a pool for a front yard container. You know, so we want to get, keep as much of the trash out of there as possible. And we got the customer paying for it. So and you're not hauling it down the highway. That's a liability in and of itself, right there. You know yeah. how much stuff we've lost off the trucks, man. I do. I've had crazy. I've had panels fly off and smash all over the highway. I just kept going, man. I was like, oh man, that did not. It's funny. Happen. It's funny the things the things that you need to stay on there, like want to come off. But then you'll leave like a, a, a you know your glass of tea on the back of a truck and then drive to town, and it's still there. Like, damn, how did that make it? In? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I actually left a drone on the back of one of them and lost them. And it lost. You lost it. I drone. Yeah, um, yeah. It happens. Wow. I'm learning though. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it was Sorry, great man. having you on, bro. It always is great to have David Gatto on. I love it, man. I appreciate you guys having. And me look on. for those those who stuck around to the end of the show. Next week is going to be all about making money during the winter. How can you get revenue mm. during the winter? We're going to have. Um, we're going to have a guy that has stain contracts where you get paid monthly on it. We're going to have uh, we're going to have Susan Worley on from uh, Southwest Automated next week. She's going to talk about gate operator contracts so you can make money every month with revenue. And I got a guy coming in that's not even in the fence industry who does snow plowing contracts. And we're going to talk to him on Ask Me About My Day next week. So next week's going to be all about revenue, 
during the winter when you can't really fence or it's too cold, it's too wet, or it's snowing. Nice. Give me some good stuff going on next week, man. Cool. Absolutely. So. All right, guys. Hey, fellas, have a good night. Uh, David, go, go get them kids a hug. I'm going to go hug mine and uh, eat some dinner. See yeah, you guys. Guys. I'm out. All right, brother. Bye. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hinge. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. (laughs) 